Welcome to the Crescent Podcast. I'm Leanne. This podcast is an extension of my personal philosophy and commitment to continual growth in all areas of life. I firmly believe that optimal health comes from addressing all areas of us as human beings, physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual health. Through expert interviews, I hope to both inspire and enable you to create sustained change in your own life. Thank you so much for tuning in and enjoy. So here we are, we made it to Friday. I'm so excited if you're tuning into this today, tomorrow, over the weekend. And for anyone who tuned into Tuesday's podcast episode, I did a one-off Evox session on anger and you can go back and listen to that and the reasons behind why I wanted to do an Evox session on anger. But I decided I wanted to start a new series related to barriers to growth. That's kind of the overarching topic that I'm working with. And then I went in and identified some different subtopics. And so just a quick refresher, this is usually how I like to do Evox sessions, is I like to, when I'm working with myself or with a client, identify an overarching or a broad topic where maybe it's a pattern I'm having issues with or a memory that I'm needing to work through. And then we'll break that topic down into smaller subtopics. And each of those subtopics will be its own Evox session. And so when I was really tuning in with where am I at right now in my life? What am I needing the most support with right now currently? And the thing that was coming up for me is really specifically is overwhelmed. The last one or two weeks, I've felt so overwhelmed. And I know this is a recurring pattern for me, but I wanted to lump this in as a subtopic to this broader category of barriers to growth. And I just do feel like this overwhelm for me comes up and is a barrier to me being able to grow in life. And whether it's growing in my business, growing in career, growing in my personal development. When this overwhelm hits me, it just really puts a complete pause on my life. And so this was one of the subtopics I identified just so that you guys kind of get a sense of what the next few weeks will entail. I have started off by identifying five subtopics. And so that's five weeks of Evox sessions and I'll just kind of give you what each of these five subtopics are. So the first one, which I've already identified, is the overwhelm. And that was what today's Evox session was on specifically, is the overwhelm. Lethargy is going to be another session and how lethargy is a frequent barrier to growth. Dissociation, patterns of dissociation. Fear of success. I really want to look at, do I have any subconscious beliefs around success? and fears at achieving whatever my idea of success is, and then fears around unworthiness or lack of value. Like, can I really bring anything to the table? And if I've got fears around there, which I already know I do, I want to make sure I'm addressing those too. So each of those is going to be their own individual Evox session. And I'm so excited about this, first of all, because I really feel like this is what I'm needing to address right now. I Multiple clients I was talking to this week and I was just letting them know 
every single time they come in, we want the Evox to really be meeting them where they're at. And for so many clients, it is whatever that series is that we've identified and that we're working through, most of my clients will continue to work through that series until we finished it. But definitely on occasion, or even like myself with that one-off session on anger, I'll have clients come in who go, you know what, this thing happened this week that I really want to process a little bit more while I'm getting the biofeedback, or I need to release a lot of heavy emotions that came up around this more acute topic. And so I wanna reiterate to them and to you, the audience, that Evox is totally there to serve you. So if you come in one day and you're like, I know we're working through this series, but this is where my head and my heart is really at today, we can absolutely pivot that day's Evox session to meet you where you're at with what you're really needing. And so when I was tuning in this week to what what am I wanting to address more? And really the answer, like I said before, for me was this overwhelm. I've just been feeling so overwhelmed the last few weeks. And so I know I need to start to address this. And I know that there's something subconscious going on here because I'm able to, even over the last two weeks, I've been able to take a step back and look at this feeling of overwhelm and look at my life and really logically and consciously go, look, Leanne, there's nothing overwhelming about your life, at least nothing overwhelming to the point of this paralyzing feeling you have. And that's really how it's been these last two weeks, feeling paralyzed, feeling frozen from the overwhelm. And when I look at that consciously, I go, there's really no logical explanation for this. Nothing in my life is such that I need to feel paralyzed by it. And so when I see that, that there's a disconnect between how I'm feeling and what I'm consciously perceiving, then that means there's a disconnect between the conscious and the subconscious. And there's something going on there in the subconscious that I want to be able to tune into. And so that is the topic of today's session is really looking deeper into this overwhelm, where it's coming from, why it's showing up. How is this overwhelm protecting me? What is it protecting me from? What are the deeper fears there? So I just started by tuning into what does this overwhelm feel like? And oftentimes when there's not a lot of clarity around the topic, for example, if before going into this Evox session, someone had asked me, well, why do you feel overwhelmed? I wouldn't have been able to tell them. And so when the the deeper answers aren't there at the surface, I like to start by coming at it from more of a sensory perspective or an imagery or a metaphorical perspective of, okay, we're not really sure why it's here. Let's just start with what we can tune into and sense. And so for me, that was, what does this overwhelm feel like? And as I let those feelings come up, it really felt like the first thing that came to me was like, there's a tidal wave coming towards me and I'm just going to be completely obliterated by it. And how that felt in my body was this paralyzation or this frozen feeling of, I can't move. This overwhelm is so much that I can't even move or respond or react. And then I asked myself, when does this overwhelm show up? Can I identify a pattern 
or some kind of cyclical aspect to when this overwhelm tends to show up. And for me, the immediate answer that popped into my head was busyness. Whenever I start to get busy or my to-do list gets too long, my next immediate reaction is I feel overwhelmed and then I shut down. I go into that frozen mode. And the feelings that were coming up in my mind were like, the way this busyness makes me feel is like I can't keep up. The imagery that was coming to me was this image of me basically standing on top of a boulder that's rolling downhill. And I'm in order to stay atop that boulder that's rolling, rolling, rolling so fast downhill, I need to be basically sprinting at the same pace that the boulder is rolling so that I can stay on top of it. And if I can't keep up, I'm going to fall off this boulder. It's going to roll over me. It's going to crush me. And as I was seeing this imagery, the emotions I was sensing is it feels like I'm out of control. I don't have control over this anymore. And and I realized in that moment that my subconscious had made a connection between busyness and losing control. And when I think though about, okay, so you're losing control, why is that so scary, right? This is the next progression of this. I have this overwhelm, okay, this overwhelm shows up when I tend to get really busy. This busyness feels like I'm out of control and so now we want to continue peeling this onion. Okay, what is so scary about being out of control? Why is that something to be worried or concerned about? And for me, the answers that surfaced in that are when I lose control, I'm going to be taken advantage of. I'm going to get manipulated, maybe even abused. I'm going to be completely exhausted and depleted and I'm going to be trapped. I mean, these were really, (laughs) this is what my subconscious has connected with losing control. When I don't have control, this is what's going to happen. As I was imagining what those things feel like, what that that place of I'm just being taken advantage of all the time, I'm being manipulated, everything is moving so fast, I don't get to show up authentically, decisions are being made for me, I have no autonomy, that feeling of like I'm trapped in this place and this place is so icky and inauthentic and even harmful to me and the words coming up in my mind were really just, I don't want to go back to that place. And as I was thinking about it more, absolutely there have been times in my life where I felt so incredibly busy and like none of the decisions were up to me. I just was sort of on this roller coaster and I had to sit in the passenger seat and go wherever it was going to take me. And absolutely there were times when I was being taken advantage of and manipulated by the people making these decisions for me. And the reiteration from my subconscious was like, I've finally gotten out of that place and I never want to go back there again. That place feels so heavy and dark and hopeless. I wanted to see if I could tune in even a little bit more to where might this connection have been made? That busyness is equated with loss of control and I think even more specifically loss of autonomy. 
And one of the ones that came up was my college years. I those were those four years were one of the busiest years of my entire life. And all of that busyness was really all the things I had to do. I was a full-time student athlete. I had a full, not even a full load. I had 18 units. I had a job. (laughs) There was so much going on. And as I was looking back over that, I realized basically all the things that were on my plate were were all things that I was being told to do. There wasn't a ton of autonomy, although big picture, yes, I chose to be a student athlete. I chose to get an external job, but there were a lot of other things, just the student workload of homework. Those were, it felt really, I think it really felt like I am just on this roller coaster and I need to keep up. But I also was tuning into where might I have observed this in people around me. And I think one of the things that came up was maybe seeing my mom and just having three kids and being so busy with all of us and not having any boundaries for herself of, yes, I'm busy. I'm going to show up for you guys. We're going to go to this event and this sporting practice and this guitar lesson and yada, 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 all these extracurricular activities And kind of observing like there were no boundaries for her of, but I'm going to still take care of myself and show up for myself. And if this is too much for me, I'm going to communicate that. And so there may have been an element of, I observed that in my mom of life just takes over and you have no control over it. And once it gets to that busy point, you're just, you're going to be completely at the whims of that busyness and whatever is going on in your life. And so I just, first of all, had a conversation with myself where I was really witnessing those emotions of validating, acknowledging, hey, I see this fear. I'm hearing you. I'm listening to you and reassuring myself that this fear is not going to go unobserved anymore. I'm hearing it and I'm going to do everything I can to make sure that you don't end up, that we don't end up in that place of feeling so trapped and lost and inauthentic and at the whims of everyone around us. And then telling myself the opposite story, right? Once we do identify some potential subconscious beliefs that have kept us stuck, whatever those beliefs are, we can then start to tell our subconscious the new story, the new belief that we want to start embodying and living out. And for me, that was, I can become busy and still maintain my autonomy. I can be busy with life and with work and be able to continue to navigate that authentically and from a place of joy and peace and energy. I can be busy without being depleted. I can be busy without feeling like I'm being taken advantage of or manipulated. And there's two additional things I want to point out here. The first one is that once we're able to identify what is that deeper subconscious belief, and so often it's a subconscious fear, if this happens, this bad thing will happen. And I say it, I've said it before, I'll continue to say it, the subconscious is only ever trying to protect us 
from a real or perceived threat. And so when we're able to kind of get in there and identify what is the perceived threat here, I think it can help give us so much compassion for ourselves where if we're tr- you know, if we're kind of looking at this now from the reverse perspective, okay, the perceived threat in this instance is losing autonomy, being trapped in a place of exhaustion and manipulation and being taken advantage of. And the way in which my subconscious has tried to protect me from that is busyness is equated with all of these negative things. And in order to protect you from getting stuck or trapped in busyness, when you start to get busy, we're going to, you know, just feel this sense of overwhelm because that overwhelming feeling is the only thing that gets you to put your brakes on and stop the busyness from happening. And when I'm able to go, oh my gosh, I see now, I see that this overwhelm isn't my subconscious or my mind trying to sabotage me or derail me. This overwhelm is a protective mechanism. And what it's protecting me from is this perceived threat of busyness and all the negative things that busyness is connected to. And that in and of itself helps me have so much more grace and understanding for myself of being able to go, wow, yeah, I don't. I don't want to be in that place of being taken advantage of and all those negative things. And so first of all, thank you subconscious for trying to protect me from that. But there's two more layers that we can take this to, which is now that we've identified it, one, can I start to show my subconscious that there are other ways to protect myself other than this overwhelm. For whatever reason, my subconscious has defaulted to to protect myself from this perceived threat, I'm going to go into overwhelm mode. And that overwhelm mode protects me. And so having these conversations with my subconscious of, hey, this overwhelm has served as a protective mechanism. And it has protected me sometimes, but... Can I start to introduce more adaptive or supportive ways to work through that perceived threat that doesn't just completely shut me down? And I think ways that we can do that, right, in evoc sessions in particular, I'll often have clients literally imagine themselves navigating those stressors in a different way. So we're literally, while we're getting that biofeedback, showing the subconscious a new way to navigate it. We're giving it those expansive options. But then when we're outside of the evox, right? Because the majority of our time is outside of those evox sessions, we can use affirmations, we can use meditation, we can use journaling to then continue to reinforce the new belief or the new adaptive behavior from the conscious mind. The second thing I want to say here is once we're able to identify the deeper connections between the behavior and the subconscious fears or the perceived threat, then when hopefully we'll we'll be able to get to a point where that negative behavior or that limiting behavior is showing up less and less and less. That's really the ultimate goal here. But when it, as we're continuing to work through that and when it does show up, when I find the next time I find myself feeling a bit overwhelmed, and starting to shut down, that for me can now be a sign of, oh, I'm starting to feel busy. 
And this busyness is connected with all of these fears. And so deep down, my subconscious is feeling threatened and afraid of these things. And so can I tune in and address those deeper fears and have that conversation with myself of, yeah, I am starting to get busy. But again, reiterating to myself, this busyness does not mean I'm going to lose autonomy. Here are some other ways I can address this, etc. I think this perspective can be really helpful when we're able to identify a physiological ailment or stressor that comes up related to deeper subconscious fears or beliefs. So often in sessions, I'll have clients tune in with, okay, as you're thinking about this topic, are you noticing any kind of tension or dis-ease within your body? And oftentimes clients will say, yes, I feel a tightness in my chest or um, like a constriction in my throat, or maybe it's a pain in my hip. And oftentimes we can look at that and go, okay, maybe there's a bit of a connection here. So likewise, the next time you feel this constriction in your throat or this um, nausea in your stomach, pause and go, okay, let me tune into this. Am I feeling, is this related to this topic? Is this related to this deeper emotional root, this emotional wound, this emotional fear? Because so often our body tries to communicate with us through the physiological. And so when we can start to make these connections, it helps us, again, have that grace with ourselves, not feel so panicked when these physiological ailments come up, and then hopefully be able to respond in a way that's actually looking at more of that root cause. I'll give you a really clear example of this. I had a client a few weeks ago who we were talking about a certain situation in the Evox, and literally in the Evox session, she started having these this rash come up on her face and she was like oh my gosh this rash comes up and she she was able to in real time realize that that rash always surfaces when she's thinking about this topic or feeling these specific emotions without making that connection these physical things might come up and it might send us into a spiral of self-criticism or despair of, oh my gosh, why do these things happen to me? I never know when they're going to happen. And it can feel really unpredictable and random. And again, kind of like the body is betraying us. And so when we can see the potential emotional connections to certain things that are coming up with us, it can help us feel so much more like, oh, maybe my skin is flaring up right now because I'm feeling a lot of anger. And in my Evox session about anger, this thing flared up. And so being able to go, okay, hold on. My skin is flaring up. Can I tune in? Is there anger surfacing in me that I maybe haven't witnessed and acknowledged? And if so, can I witness that process of, process it and what it might be related to? Think through it a little bit and then do some soothing techniques to help that anger surface and be released in a really positive healing way. And the other thing that I wanted to point out here is I know oftentimes when we're identifying subconscious beliefs and where these came from, oftentimes, absolutely, they can be rooted in 
very, very traumatic experiences where we had a traumatic experience and the subconscious made certain deductions, beliefs from those experiences. But what I want to point out here is our subconscious can make beliefs, can create perceived fears from experiences that aren't necessarily traumatic. So for example, I do think my subconscious made this connection between busyness and feeling like I've just lost control and autonomy just from observing my mom, the busyness of my college years, and nothing about that was necessarily traumatic. And so I think that's really important here because there might be a lot of people who go, you know, honestly, my my life has been pretty great. I haven't had these intense, crazy, traumatic experiences, but I do feel, I do still feel stuck. I do still feel or see these patterns coming up again and again that I just can't break through. And the message there is, yeah, if you're feeling stuck and if you're having these patterns coming up, our subconscious can create these beliefs from any experience we're having, just from observing very simple everyday things, particularly through childhood. And what I'm seeing and noticing is there's no telling what beliefs the subconscious is going to make or how our childlike brain is going to perceive and interpret the environment around us. And so I say that because I think this work can feel intimidating to a lot of people of like, ugh, I don't want to go, you know, searching for some traumatic thing that I've forgotten. I don't want to go kicking up the dust. Um, it doesn't always have to be heavy. Sometimes it can be just looking at, yeah, how did we perceive certain things in our life? And what were the beliefs our subconscious deduced from them? I have a lot of clients who were not necessarily working through trauma. We're just looking at our life and our subconscious through a new lens. First of all, we're looking at the subconscious, which so much, so many practitioners in the emotional wellness field aren't doing. They're really working through emotional healing from a conscious level. And so, so many of my clients, this is the first time they're ever even considering or looking at the subconscious and what's going on there. But for so many of them, it's just like, hey, here's a pattern. Let's see what this pattern might be related to. I mean, I think this exact evoc session on overwhelm is such a good example of this. This pattern of overwhelm was connected to these other fears and these fears didn't necessarily come from some horrible traumatic experience. And so very often this is what a lot of client sessions look like is identifying a pattern and then as we're going through the evox session, we're then able to see and let the subconscious surface and identify what are those subconscious fears or beliefs how is this pattern potentially protecting me from these perceived fears or beliefs? And now let's start to tell the subconscious a new story, give the subconscious some new ways to deal with this perceived fear should it continue to come up, etc. So it definitely doesn't always have to be this sort of heavy, icky, painful work. It can be very light and even when we are doing the deeper work with trauma, what I'll say is 
nine times out of 10, when we finish an Evox session, the client still feels so much lightness, joy, peace, freedom. And I really think that has to do with the biofeedback aspect of Evox is so soothing to the nervous system that when we are bringing up trauma and talking about it, it's helping disconnect that fight, flight, or freeze response connected to that trauma and really, truly regulate and soothe the nervous system, which is a really, really big component because when we're recalling trauma, it's literally sending off all these fight or flight signals. And unfortunately, I think what can happen so often, particularly in more traditional talk therapy is we're sitting there, we're conversing from a completely conscious perspective we're recalling traumatic events and we're just sending our nervous system into complete fight, flight, or freeze. And we're not doing anything to bring, to regulate that response. And so I think for many people, talk therapy can be so incredibly triggering and you talk through all these things. And when you're leaving the session, you feel maybe a heaviness or a burden or an ickiness or that frazzled feeling you get when you're bringing up the trauma again. And I think that's probably one of my favorite parts of Evox is that even when heavier, more triggering topics are being discussed, the biofeedback regulation is so soothing to the nervous system and it helps let the nervous system know in relation to this topic, I don't need to send off all these signals anymore. I can start to lower that fight, flight, or freeze response in relation to this topic. And what clients so often find is they're able to, whatever their response was when they're talking about it, maybe they start to feel panicked, maybe they start to feel angry, maybe they start to just completely shut down. They'll notice that that biofeedback is helping lessen the response, whatever it is, so that they can think about it, even discuss it, and still stay in a place of calm and peace and safety. And that is so, so huge. So I'm so excited for this new series for myself, (laughs) of course, first and foremost, to be able to work through these things. But especially for the listener, because I do feel like this topic in particular, barriers to growth, barriers to success, you know, these patterns that keep coming up that keep me from really being able to grow at the pace that I want to. I think this is something that a lot of people might be able to relate to. Those feelings of overwhelm, the lethargy, the fear of success, the feelings of unworthiness. I think these are pretty common and the reason I have these feelings versus someone else might be completely different, right? The root cause to those beliefs can be completely different. But my hope is that in hearing me work through these, it will help guide you in being able to identify, yeah, what are my patterns? And can I start to tune in and navigate and piece together some of the subconscious things going on here and hopefully make you feel hopeful that you too can work through them and clear them as well. As always, thank you so much for tuning in. This is such a joy for me to do. It's such a joy for me to share and hear your feedback, see the growth that it's helping you with. 
And so, as always, thank you so much for tuning in, for listening, for sharing. And I'm so excited for next week because I have my interview with Christy and Dawn on all things parasites. And my God, I really feel like they should have charged for this interview because they shared so much information on parasites in this interview. It is so, so, so in-depth and thorough. And I just know you guys are going to love it. So I can't wait for that. That will probably be going up on Tuesday. So you guys will have that to look forward to. 